well. Hello. Welcome to jasonnewland.com. This is Hypnotic Buffet number 12. Now I'm doing something a little bit different today, or tonight. In I'm recording this live. So I'm recording it on Spreaker. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R Studio. And basically, it's kind of like a a radio show, radio broadcast kind of website uh, for people that also do podcasts and things like that. So I've got... Uh, I've, I've paid for the a month and I'm going to take my glasses off because the headset's hurting my ears. So I'm kind of just testing it really to see whether or not the quality of sound is good enough for this, you know, the, these uh, weekly hypnotic buffets. So if the sound isn't perfect, then please forgive me and I can work on it and figure out a way to get it a bit better. By the way, that's Andre in the background drinking. The last few sessions I've used my recording studio, like a port- portable recording studio. So I guess maybe that will be a better quality. But at the same side, at the same time or whatever bridge we want to use to the next sentence is I'm using a headset a Logitech headset with a microphone and I was testing this yesterday or yeah yesterday last night and the quality seemed quite good but I seem to be somewhere along the line I seem to have muddled up things a bit so I hope it sounds okay and really what I need to do is test it and I'm not sure how to do that I need to maybe I need to share this online then I need to test by listening to it so I'm not sure how (laughs) so I've got my glasses stuff I can't even see what I'm doing oh dear oh well so this is what I'm doing anyway I'm recording this on here and I'll have a little play while I'm doing it. By that I mean, you know, online. Um, so I've been putting a lot of energy into working on my podcasts over the last week. And I was doing that the week before as well. So it's pretty much for the last two weeks I've been really putting a lot of my energy into the podcasts 
there's a lot of other stuff that I still need to do um, there's a heck of a lot of work still to do on my website but something that I've noticed that I'm pretty pleased about actually is my podcast has started to become more popular which is I don't know kind of so it shouldn't surprise me but yeah a little bit surprised how they've suddenly become a lot more popular just over the last two weeks so I think I've got 12 or 13 podcasts and on Podomatic where quite a few of them are a lot of my podcasts are in the top 20 of you know all the podcasts on Podomatic so it's going quite well I've had a, quite a few thousand downloads in the last week so I'm pleased with how things are going my main podcast which is on SoundCloud but also iTunes and everything that's also going strength to strength and I've been playing around with different things you know with Spreaker uh, I've got a couple of friends who want to do a radio show type format with me uh, separate from what I'm doing here I have one of those friends an ex-girlfriend of mine and she wants to kind of just do like a chat you know a back and forth between me and her and at the moment I'm struggling to figure out how to do it where I can take calls in I thought I'd set it all up okay but it's not worked properly and looks like I'm going to need to buy myself a mixer which is just out of question at the moment I can't don't have the finances to do that don't have the finances to buy anything at the moment so yeah I'm just kind of just playing with the idea at the moment just playing with different things seeing where it could lead you know so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to test something and it might be a bit weird to listen to this and I'm not going to edit anything just to let you know um, ooh okay and what I'll do is I'll put it on Facebook so I'll send it to Facebook that way I can test it and I can see what it sounds like so here we go so I'll get on with the thing
so it seems okay I'm hoping I'll just put that on pause now so that's what I'm doing at the moment so I'm kind of in a sense I'm telling you what I'm up to but at the same time I'm actually showing you what I'm up to by you know letting you listen to what I'm doing so I, I was listening to myself live on a stream which is on my Facebook page and yeah so I'm, I'm quite pleased with that so the hypnotic buffet what the point of these really is just to it's like a mixture of like an online diary vlog blog podcast slash hypnosis talking about ideas talking about just potential things things that might be of use to other people or yourself maybe and I'm not sure if I'm going to do this live every time but what I could have done and what I can do is I can actually record it on here and then you know as a draft and then upload it but the benefit of this is I'm planning just to cut down some of the time I spend on the production side of things so I can just get on make the recording then it's uploaded immediately and I can share it you know so what I'll do with the hypnotic buffet session for example it's going to be on my Spreaker it's going to be in a uh, a podcast or a show which is going to be which is called um, Jason Newland's Live or sh I should say that again Jason Newland's Live Hypnosis Streams so this will be there and I'll just leave it on here but I'll also be uploading it to my Hypnotic Buffet podcast and I'll be uploading it also to my SoundCloud podcast so that it will be on iTunes as well and various other uh, podcast hosts oh, that was a lot of uh, stuff to talk about wasn't it And I suppose in some ways you could say, well, is this relevant? Why are you telling us this stuff? You know, but you're going to tell us what you had to eat as well. Is it? Uh, no, I'm not going to go that boring, but I suppose the reason I'm mentioning it is because I'm trying to share what I'm doing with you trying to let you know that work goes into this stuff <laughs> it might seem like I'm just talking nonsense sometimes and I guess sometimes I am but there's still a point to it there's a point there's a reason behind it in my mind anyway so that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's just uh, to let you know. 
and as the hypnotic buffet sessions grow week by week every Monday I'll be making these sessions and it's Monday today officially it's Tuesday but it's 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm still awake so it's still Monday as far as I'm concerned it's still Monday till I go to bed till I go bye-byes so every week the sessions will be different but you know there's lots of different ways lots of different reasons lots of different thoughts in my mind about what these hypnotic buffets should be there is a part of me that wants it just to be focused on a specific topic and to maneuver around that subject to look at it from various different viewpoints for example if there is an issue with anger let's say anger as a as a topic and then to start looking at it close up and then maybe looking at it from a distance and the thing is the reason I tell you bits about my own life and my life is generally you could say pretty boring I'm no rock star I'm no stud I'm no gigolo um, I don't even work in a shop you know I'm not I don't have any I'm not saying that being a gigolo is like working in a shop all the other way around but the thing is you're listening to this and you've got your own life you've got your own world experiences which only you know about I say only you I'm sure other people that you've told know about it but I can't be aware of that I can't be aware of what's going on in your mind right now so what I can do is give suggestions about what might be happening about how you might be thinking or feeling I can give you examples about my life or maybe things that I've heard about or you know someone maybe have told me in the past so there is a method to what I'm doing it just might not seem so obvious because it's very different from what you'll get anywhere else because we're going to be unique to us this recording this or this live stream if you're listening live will be different for you than it is for someone else listening because we add our, our own thoughts and our own feelings that was weird something just fell on the floor something fell on the floor but it sounded like a, a wet fart but it was actually something that fell on the floor how weird 
it's just the headset so in the same way that if you watch a sporting event you're going to experience it differently to the person sitting next to you there may be a, a lot in common with what you experience but you're going to have your own personal feelings your own triggers so you might get excited inside when you see or hear a specific thing that the other person it may not have any effect on them yet they'll have a reaction a response to something they hear that I say maybe that then has an effect and I should say I only only ever listen to any of my stuff any of my recordings whether they're live whether they're pre-recorded any of my videos don't watch any of those unless you can safely close your eyes uh, I try to make that as blatant as possible in every session it's really important because I know I haven't got the most exciting voice <laughs> I don't imagine there's too many people on the edge of their seats thinking oh What's Jason going to say next? What's the JJ going to say next? The JJ. And that's fine because I'm not here for that. That's not me. I'm not saying that I don't get excitable at times because I do. Sometimes I get very excitable. Way, way too excitable. And other times I'm practically asleep. So, you know, it depends on my mood. It depends on how I'm feeling the same with you. I'm sure you feel different at different times. And it's natural. And this idea that some people may have of how they're supposed to feel is... Well, it doesn't seem very fair for us, for me, for you, for your friends, for your family, for my friends, for my family, people that I've not even met even, it doesn't seem fair for us to put that pressure on ourselves. Because I think about some people that I've met in the past, and because of their conditioning, we're all conditioned to behave and to react and to have certain beliefs we've been conditioned either by society or by our family or by you know it's just normal stuff everybody is we're influenced by what's around us which makes sense really to be aware of what is around you what you're surrounded by And although we can be influenced by it, the more aware of it, of that influence and the possibility of being influenced, 
gives you more options and more of an opportunity to maybe choose what things you're influenced by. For instance, you're, say if you want to be influenced by me to be bored to sleep. Now I've got quite a few recordings that you can listen to. Uh, I've got a whole podcast just um, specifically for that, just for falling asleep. I've got a couple, uh, three podcasts just for that. Um, a couple of courses and but I've all, you know, so I've got quite a few sessions. Some last, most of them do last quite a long time. So you can decide, you choose that you're going to be influenced by what I say. Because you've given that permission. You've kind of given me permission. You've given yourself permission to just absorb those softly spoken, gentle, positive suggestions of well-being and sleep and tiredness. But that's a choice. That's something that you have chosen to do. So the influence is there. We're always being influenced in some way or another. Because we're affected. We're we're affected by other people. And so I know some people say, Oh, nothing affects me and no, nothing's going to make me change they say that about themselves I'm never going to change but that's not true of course we all change wow I can't believe how much I've changed over the years not all for the better either if I'm honest I just think back to when I was in my 20s you know, in some ways, I think I was more thoughtful, more maybe spiritual, maybe even more philosophical when I was a child than perhaps I am now, in some ways. But in other ways, think uh, in some ways I'm a lot more mature at times but I'm also very immature at times and there's something to be said for being aware of that I guess but self-awareness only goes so far I think you know it's okay to be self-aware that you're being not you, but let's say if someone's self-aware that they're being bullying, if they're you know they've got a, a personality that they like to bully people, they can be self-aware of that, but that's of no use if they're going to continue to bully people. That's it's it's like it's it's like seeing a crocodile in your bath and you still get into the bath. 
you know, it's, it's you've got awareness. It's, I think that sometimes there's time to do something with that awareness, with that knowledge. If I go into my bathroom and there's a crocodile in there, in the bathtub, I'll be surprised, I'll be honest with you. But I wouldn't get into the bathtub. And you may say to yourself, you may say, but Jason, who, no one would get into the bathtub with a crocodile in there. Yet some people do things that are way more dangerous, or equally dangerous to their health, to their safety, to their mental well-being. Actually, I don't know. Is there anything more dangerous than getting into a bathtub with a crocodile? I don't know. But, you know, I think you know what I mean. I don't, I don't mean equal in physical danger necessarily, but we see something. We know it's there. We know that a behaviour is potentially harmful to us or a thought pattern is harmful and when I say behaviour I'm not talking about necessarily things like overeating or smoking or drinking or drugs or anything like that I'm thinking more of behaviours in life uh, things that limit us limit our happiness you know, I think when it comes to drink, drugs, things, whatever like that, that's that's up to the individual person. I'm not I'm not here to judge anyone on anything. But you know, I just think if somebody feels happy within themselves emotionally, then you're doing something right. It's a you know, it's a good position to be in. God, it sounds like a lighter keeps going off. And it's as if I'm smoking when I'm talking. I would never do that. You know, I quite like doing these just audio, no video because the good thing is I could sit here with a dead seagull on my head and you wouldn't know I could have like makeup on dressed as a clown me knob out you know, I, I could, I haven't well I'm not dressed as a clown but you know, I'm just saying I could, and it, why would I dress up and put makeup on I mean I I don't make a particularly good looking man I make a worse looking woman so yeah I wouldn't bother with that but the good thing is I feel a lot less self conscious when it's just audio when it's just a voice and I find I'm less distracted 
as well because when I was making videos and I made videos for 12 years I still will make some videos my video days are not over yet but I used to find myself sometimes getting distracted by myself seeing myself on the screen see with this I can't see myself and I can't hear myself I can hear myself as far as I'm talking but I can't hear my voice it's in the headphones in the headset there's no with this system there's like a um, probably two or three second delay and it's very very off putting so I can't be listening to myself because I can't talk and then hear my voice three seconds later saying something and yeah it's too difficult so there's no distractions there's just me here I've got the laptop on Andre occasionally will make a noise he's been a bit naughty lately I think he's well I don't think he's on heat I know he's on heat and apart from the shagging that he keeps doing he's got his girlfriend which is a an old slipper of mine and whatever, that's the head and whatever he can use as the body sometimes it's a carrier bag sometimes it's some dirty laundry uh, well it's definitely dirty at the end of it he's pretty much he doesn't seem too fussy takes after his daddy or how I used to be no. just kidding maybe so he's been a bit naughty and he's been trying to get out the front door scratching and he's been climbing up my up my jacket at the door trying to I don't know what he thinks he's going to do it's like he's going to be able to get the keys off the latch and his lead put the lead on and then open the door and I've got about five locks on my front door so that, you know it takes me quite a bit of energy to open them so I don't know how he thinks he's going to do it caught him a few weeks ago trying to climb through the letterbox it's really he's just determined to get out he wants to go out and the weird thing is when I actually go to take him out and I get his lead he struggles because he doesn't want the lead on even though the lead means that he's going out really strange he's a strange little fella I've had to start putting him back in his cage when I'm in bed otherwise he hassles me that I wake up and he's like nibbling like biting my ear or nibbling at my eye not hurting me but just you know the only bit he really bites hard is my toes he's got a, he's got a foot fetish can you believe it a ferret with a foot fetish never understood foot fetishes I actually studied I didn't study foot fetishes by the way I studied reflexology twice I did two two courses um, the last one was in 2005 previous one was 2002 
oh, excuse me, I've got gas. So, I learned all about reflexology, I bought loads of books like I do when I'm studying something, I went overboard, and I really learned, learned my stuff. And then I was also practicing on people, and so I'm not one of these people that is disgusted by feet. Because some people have got a real like feet, Ugh. you know, like Ugh. you know, really got a problem with feet. No, I haven't. Funny enough, there was someone on my first course that was. She hated feet, which is a bit weird. Why was she doing a course on reflexology? Which is a bit strange. But uh, the course was also massage, engine head massage, full body massage, and reflexology. So, you know, she was happy with all the other bits. When she got to the, re the feet, she was like really, found it disgusting. And then we had to practice on each other. And I would do the old phrase, oh, there's nothing worse. But, of course, there's something worse than this, but... I did find it annoying when it was my turn to be her subject or her client and she was doing reflexology on my feet knowing that she was disgusted by feet and she put no effort whatsoever into doing it which was annoying because I like having my feet massaged. I know reflexology isn't really a massage. It's you know, it's stimulation of certain points within the feet. You know, but it's also a massage, and you know, it's also massage partly as well. But I love a f love a nice foot massage. I've had a few proper feet, foot massages in the past uh, at some of the, like, the Chinese uh, medicine places um, over the years oh, I love a nice foot massage it's beautiful I give a nice massage as well uh, not just reflexology I was I sound fairly good at that but also the massage itself <clears throat> but the one thing I found difficult with mess not just reflexology but particularly with reflexology is you're using your thumbs a lot and I've noticed as I've got older that my thumbs it's not that they're weak but they hurt a bit if I put too much pressure on them and it's just just a joint thing I think it's just because uh, my thumbs are bigger than my fingers they're not, they're not bigger longer because that would be really weird but they're thicker. So yeah. Anyway, that's not really got anything to do with anything, really, is it? Don't even know how I got onto the subject of feet. There was a, there was a point to what I was saying, but I don't know what it is. There was a point to it. Oh yeah, Andre biting my toes. So he's got a foot fetish. That's what I was saying. So I'm not. I like feet, but not in a sensual way. 
I like them, I like what it feels like to have a foot massage and I like the I like giving that pleasure to someone else it's nice I was doing that even when I was a teenager, I'd have a girlfriend and I'd be giving her a foot massage I didn't really know what I was doing but I knew that well, I was told that it felt nice so I kind of in a way feel that what I try to do with my recordings my audio recordings is kind of give you the equivalent of a foot massage but in your mind giving you a mind massage or a full body massage so that you can have the same kind of effect in the muscles of your body relaxing and calming as you would have if you were lying on your stomach or on your back or wherever with me massaging you so there's that kind of that feeling of release of tension and calmness and I discovered well not so much discovered but I realised that in order for your body to feel really relaxed you don't necessarily need somebody like myself to verbally talk about each part of your body and there is a way to do it and it's a really good way to do it in fact but there's other ways there's sometimes your body will just naturally relax in its own time if you give yourself permission to do that if you give yourself some space and some time away from the hustle and bustle I want to start trying to chuck in some too often used phrases hustle and bustle so if you move away from that for a time whether it's 10 minutes whether it's an hour whether it's for 5 minutes and allow your body to just do what it does naturally to just let go to just release those pressures those stresses those maybe aches and pains that were there but it's without any pressure without, without any um, having to do anything you know you're just doing it because you want to do it because you're allowing yourself to do it there's something quite nice I think when you just let go you just allow yourself to just be you know kind of in the moment 
because that's the strange thing really and it shouldn't really be strange and it's kind of obvious in some ways but when your body is more relaxed your mind becomes more relaxed and when your mind becomes more relaxed your body becomes more relaxed and that's is it perpetual machine or is it whatever they call that you know when something keeps going round and causing relaxation in your body which then causes relaxation in your mind and so on and so on and it works the other way round as well in the same way as in a stressful situation the mind affects the body the tension in the body affects the mind maybe to become more tense and you know so it works the same way whichever direction you go in it's just it's much easier to let it just drop off and let yourself relax and that's the good thing about relaxing but also maybe the not so good thing about it you know on, an, on the other side is relaxing is natural that's the, the really good thing just like sleeping deeply at night or whenever you go to sleep is natural you know it's we were born to be able to sleep we were born to be able to relax we were born to be able to laugh in the same way as we have an appetite for food uh, a need to go to the toilet at certain times you know your body lets you know you know that it's time to have a shower or a bath because eventually you get smelly and you have to do it you know it's, our bodies and our minds lets us know what's needed in so many different situations when you're hungry your body lets you know that it's time to eat or it's getting close to that time it doesn't always maybe work the way you want it to work I think one of the not the downside to relaxing but one of the sometimes people find it an obstacle is sometimes people that want to relax are maybe very tense and it makes sense that someone that's very tense would want to relax but then that person may use the same energy that's caused them to be tense 
to try and relax and may try to force a sense of calmness a sense of you know muscle relaxation uh, try you know the mind calming down and you can't force that stuff that's not how it works try and force it you're basically gonna it makes it worse really if you know sounds a bit negative talking like that but trying to force relaxation there's a good chance it could cause more stress I'm sure we've all been in a situation where trying to think of an example like a screw so let's think about a screw so you, maybe you're putting a cabinet together or something and the screw should go in absolutely fine maybe it's a DIY you know, set so you're just putting it together putting the screw in and maybe it doesn't go in right the first time so you force it and the more you force it the worse things go and it ends up going in the wrong way maybe sideways maybe it snaps maybe it breaks the wood or maybe you just can't get it out again so that's the thing trying to force something where I think in some ways forcing anything isn't necessarily a good idea or useful trying to force yourself to smile I've never really I've never been an advocate of this fake it till you make it philosophy I can understand the psychology behind it and the reasoning and the, the motivation behind such a, an ideology and I do understand and it does make a lot of sense to me, yet emotionally, the idea of faking anything doesn't really sit right with me personally. But I like the idea of doing your best, and perhaps being professional. So if you work in a hospital, you know, at some point, a doctor has to see their very first patient. At some point, a surgeon has to do their very first operation on a living person. A firefighter has to go into a, a burning building for the very first time at some point. Sandra in the background giving us some sound effects so you know we've all got you know a pilot he has to fly a plane full of passengers for the first time at some point you know 
in his career. There's the first time. But they don't fake it till they make it. You wouldn't tell a pilot, I'll just fake it till you make it. And then go and sit down and feel safe. you know, want to have open heart surgery by a surgeon who is faking it that he makes it. So I think there's something about this putting on a front, this facade that I'm not a huge fan of anymore and I used to do sales I mean going back to when I was a teenager still you know 19 or 18 and I was doing door to door double glazing canvassing and it was a lot of I guess a fake not a fake personality but I was very much expressing that um exuberant, I don't know, the you know, over the top personality of mine that pops up every now and then but I was really feeding it. And I was faking it till I make it. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was putting on a, a front and I was successful. But I'm not sure how useful I was to the customers because I was probably given wrong information at times not knowingly but just not really knowing what I was doing more concerned in getting leads and that would lead to sales which would lead to me getting more money rather than actually caring about the customer and the customer getting what they need So it's just the whole idea of forcing something that's not real. And I know there, there's sure there's times when we just got to do it. Someone on the battlefield, you know, it's if someone's on a battlefield and you know they're in a war, which isn't something that I can personally relate to. I've never served in an armed force I've never been in a war um, and hopefully never will be however I can see how in that environment things like emotions are not useful in the moment You know that that feeling of invincibility, that feeling of you know you can do it, fake it till you make it. Although to be fair, it's, how can anyone really be prepared for war emotionally? How can any surgeon be prepared emotionally? for lo 
losing their fir their first patient in an operation or you know something extreme there's, there's so many different examples I had a, a girlfriend and honestly I did I used to have a girlfriend and she was a nurse and I remember her telling me that she'd lost her first baby you know she'd uh, you know the, the patient had given birth and the baby passed away and she was really upset you know naturally there was no nothing in her training that could ever prepare her for that not really not on an emotional level just practical things as far as having someone to call having supervision having you know practical ways to deal with that but emotionally it just seems for me that we walk around or wheel around or however we you know get around sometimes pretending maybe that we don't have these emotions pretending that it's, it's just whatever the the front we're putting on to the, the world, to the public to society when we leave our homes that front, that and I think I do it, I'm sure everyone probably does it to a degree I'm not sure how healthy it is and but at the same time I'm just thinking if you like for me I have a mood disorder so there's times when I'm you know get I get in a very low mood or very excitable mood depending on the situation and the day and whatever whatever my brain's doing really but even though that's going on I still manage to contain it usually so if I'm in a uh, you know a very vicious mood I don't go around being hostile to people I contain it because well I'm an adult and I don't have tantrums because tantrums are what small children have so I don't I don't generally have those I've had a few indoors but I don't have them publicly I haven't had much in the way of meltdowns publicly but I've had a few at home so I suppose I'm just wondering what I'm just thinking out loud really I wonder what your public face is compared to 
how you feel. I know some people say, well, I, I'm the same wherever I go. I'm always the same. And I suppose there might be the same personality in a sense, but if we were honest all the time, it'd be very difficult to hold friendships together, I think, because we'd just be telling people what we think of them and the next day maybe feeling fine about them, but then the relationship's over by then, maybe. I think that's what's happened with something like Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and places where people post what they're feeling, what they're thinking, and they post it because that's what they're feeling that moment. So it might be a post about their partner or about a family member, and they post it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, Snapchat or whatever people use. But then it's too late, it's posted. And it's just a thought. Not every thought has to be verbalised. Not every hostile emotion needs to be shared. Because if that was the case, we would be at war if we did that in person there would be there'd be anarchy I reckon luckily it's mainly contained to the internet at the moment and some people I guess do go around expressing themselves in whatever way they choose regardless of how it affects others. But I have this I have this idea that, you know, some people I'm using the word some people quite a lot, that term some people but I've noticed in conversations with individuals over the years and there's that the idea that we can lose control you know say something we don't mean to say I didn't have any I couldn't help but say it. I couldn't help but do that and I remember saying this years ago to someone they said I they were talking about um, a violent you know a punch up they had a, a fight they had with someone and they said oh, they couldn't stop themselves punch the person that was upsetting them and I said well okay because someone had spoken to them and said something that they didn't like I said well would you have done that to an old lady if an old lady had said that to you yeah, a 90 year old and he said no I said would you have done that if it had been a 5 year old child said that to you no therefore you can control it so 
amazing some of the lies we tell ourselves. I haven't got enough time to tell you all the lies I tell myself. It's like figuring out what's a lie and what's just... What's bullshit and what's not? What's useful? Or what's harmful? And that's what these sessions are about. That's what the hypnotic buffet is about. It's jumbled. It's all over the place. I know that. It's all part of me charm. It's not scripted, it's not rehearsed, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about before I even start recording. Not even sure what I have spoken about, because I've been talking for so long. But it's about ideas, it's about one little thing, one little seed, one little piece of discovery I think in some ways this is like discovering our blind spots because we all have blind spots and, and I don't apologize for my blind spots because they're blind spots for a reason. I can't. I don't know they're there. I can't see them. Therefore, I'm not going to apologise for something that I can't see. However, with a little bit of searching and a little bit of, you know, chatting and thinking and listening, we can come to know some of those blind spots. And of course, once you know of it, it's no longer a blind spot. It no longer becomes a trigger. Or it is no longer a trigger. So it can't be triggered by somebody else, or by what someone else says, by someone else's actions, behaviour, or by a look that someone might give you. A piece of music a sound, a smell, it's no lo- it doesn't have to be a trigger, an invisible trigger anymore, triggering that blind spot, because once you know it's there, of course you have the choice to ignore it if you choose, you know, it's no, no one can force you to do anything, but once you know it's there, You may choose to ignore it, but you won't forget it. The same way as that crocodile in the bath. Once you know it's there, you're never going to get into that bath until the crocodile's been taken away and put back into its natural habitat, of course. You know, blind spots are very much like crocodile in a bath. I don't know where I think of this stuff. But 
I was speaking to a friend today and he said, Do you, I think you're obsessed with crocodiles. And I do seem to add crocodiles in some of my analogies quite a few over the years, so I don't know why that is. I feel I'm fascinated with crocodiles, but at the same time they terrify me. It's uh There's something about the it seemed quite mystical, quite uh and the the most one of the most successful living species on the planet and they're they're built to survive. They're absolutely amazing creatures. I think there's something quite amazing, spectacular about that. And I would say, and I'm only, this is just a suggestion, that a crocodile doesn't have any blind spots. Maybe that's why they're so successful. they discovered all their blind spots hmm, maybe so that's me for another week if you go to my website jasonnewland.com all my stuff's on there well not all of it, it, it will be but all my podcasts um, are pretty much listed on there and I've got quite a few um, as well as the podcast hosts where my podcast is shared on so you, you may have a, a favourite um, app that you use you know on your phone or uh, online uh, to listen to podcasts so like TuneIn for example or Player FM or iTunes, although it's now Apple Podcasts, I think, or, yeah. So, you know, there's lots of different ones. I think I'm on about 30 different of 30 different podcast hosts or directories. So I should be somewhere. I'm also on Spotify as well now, on one of my podcasts. So I'm waiting to hear if I can get some more on there. Also, I suppose I should let you know, my I've got a Vimeo channel, and all my videos are on there. So I guess I should put the link onto my website for that. So all my, I think I've got, yeah, 600 or whatever videos, 700 videos, something like that. So that's the end of today, this week's session. Every Monday there's a new session so I'll record another one next Monday if the audio is good enough I may just record this live broadcast it live Monday otherwise I might just and if the quality is good enough I might do it as a draft and then upload it 
We'll just see. I'm just playing around with the technology at the moment. Hopefully it's a good enough quality for you to hear me clearly and to be able to, you know, just relax. So that's it. So you take care and I'm going to be doing a live hypnosis session soon and I'm looking to get a little bit of feedback on what a good time is for you to listen to me stream live and I'll be doing it I'll be using the same software as what I'm using now but I'll be I'll embed a player on my website so you can just go to my website and play it on there and stream it live so I thought maybe 4 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon UK time and I'm wondering if that suits where you live or if you've got uh, a different suggestion so let me know um, just go to my website and just click the contact form and send me a message if you actually go to the, the website right at the bottom there's a contact form at the bottom as well but just let us know what you think or maybe leave a message or comment on the podcast so that's it take care my name's Jason and I wish you a brilliant week be safe, be happy and always remember I can't remember what it is you've got to remember what does I normally say So remember to be the person you want to be. Be the person you want to be. No, that's it. Treat yourself the way that you would like to be treated. Treat yourself the way that you would like to be treated. I want to explain that before I go. I'm talking about self-talk, internal dialogue. The way we treat ourselves is sometimes totally atrocious. You know, even the, the most kindest, generous, loving people who are, you know, absolutely wonderful and friendly to everyone else may not be that way towards themselves. So the really important thing is how would you want to be spoken to? Would you want someone else speaking to you and treating you the way that you speak to yourself? If you're happy with the way you talk to yourself, then groovy, and that's great. But maybe you can just notice over the next week notice the things that you say to yourself maybe some of those things that are self-limiting maybe there's a few put-downs that you maybe weren't aware of or weren't noticing before and just notice it and just you know, because every time you notice it, that's another blind spot. And once you notice it, you can't forget it. You can't forget that you've said that. 
and every time you say it to yourself again you'll be reminded until you change that and start saying some nicer things to yourself and being kinder to yourself that's what I mean when I say remember to treat yourself the way that you would like to be treated that's when I can remember it other times I might just say remember to be kind to yourself so take care speak to you next time I've been Jason Newland. Goodbye. See ya.